Hey everybody, Josh here, and you're listening to the Game Plan Podcast on the JRB Studios Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the Fairway Bunker Blog. The Fairway Bunker Blog is practical, sometimes unorthodox, advice for golfers by golfers. For more information, head over to fairwaybunkerblog.com. Now, let's enjoy the show. All right, guys. Well, as you heard up top in the intro, this is the first ever episode of uh, the Game Plan Podcast. And um, I'm your host, Josh, uh, from everything that we do. And I am joined today with actually the uh, the founder of the Fairway Bunker blog. So um, the Fairway Bunker blog that I plugged in the intro, I'm sitting I'm not physically sitting with him. I'm sitting here Skyping him right now because he lives like three and a half hours away. Uh, but I am sitting here talking with Matt tonight, the founder of the Fairway Bunker blog. And uh, I thought a a partnership with the Fairway Bunker blog, it only seems right to have our first uh, game plan podcast feature something with the Fairway Bunker blog. So uh, Matt, what are we uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so we're talking about one of, uh, it may have actually been the first blog I, I posted after I launched the site, other than like the introduction of what is this website? Um, it's called Don't Try Stop Trying to Make Birdie, um, which is advice that you know me and you got a long time ago. Um, yeah, and I just thought you know that it makes sense for for me to start the website, start the blog with that post because uh, that changed the way we play the game, and I think oh yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it. It should be the starting point, I think, for for most people to say, how do I start playing better golf? Um, It starts with a philosophy. It doesn't really start um, technically, you know, Uh, so it made sense for me to to start there. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about trying not to make birdie. Yeah, I, I love it because um, the guy who gave you this uh, advice was actually one of my best friends in high school. It was her dad that would play in front of us every uh, weekend. And this dude is like, I mean, at our local golf course, he's like a legend. I mean, it's insane. He, he's a weekend warrior. He plays like three rounds every weekend. And it's ridiculous. Um, but I think he's, he's been he's, club champion for a while, too. It's yeah, just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Championship year after year. He's a he's one of the best guys I've ever met. Um, he's like a second dad to me, so uh, he's a really awesome guy. Um, but we're not gonna you know spend the whole time talking about him. We're gonna talk about the advice that he gave us. And so yeah. um, the advice that he gave us was stop trying to make birdie. And I think you really nailed it on the head um, with your description there of like it's it starts getting better at golf starts with your mindset. It doesn't start with anything you do physically in your swing or any of the clubs you use or the balls that you hit, um, or even your ability to read a green. Like it, it starts with a philosophy. And, uh, I I know in your blog here, you kind of talk about it, but, um, I definitely think that for me implementing that into my game of like, um, you know, not trying to hit the green in two on a par five or, um, sometimes on even on a par four not trying to hit the green on two uh, just because mm-hmm. you know it's a difficult shot maybe my tee shot wasn't you know uh, ideal and so you've got to 
you got to work around different things. And that's all golf is really is just adapting to uh, it. Uh, you've said it to me before when I was in high school, I got so discouraged because I lost a tournament by like three strokes and I was talking to you about it. And you were like, the biggest thing in golf is don't compile an error with another error. Right. And uh, yeah, so, let your, let your mistake die and, and, you know, fix it in the next shot. Uh, yeah. Something you know, Papa Richard would tell us all the time. He's like, you know, just focus on the next shot. You know, you can't you can't hit the shot you just hit. Um, so if it's in the weeds, find your ball, hit it, and find it again. You know. Uh, yep. So that's yeah. a that's a mental thing, though. Um, you know, I just finished reading this book that I would highly recommend to anyone who's a serious golfer, even if you know amateur golfer, any level. Um, if you're a serious golfer, I would read this book. Uh, it's called Golf is Not a Game of Perfect by Dr. Bob Rotella. He's a sports psychologist, works with a lot of tour players, um, and he talks about the mental side of the game of golf and how the mental side of the game of golf is almost more important than the physical um, side of the game. Now, you have to have a good you know, swing physically. You have to create speed with your swing. You have to hit the ball in the center of the club face. You have to read the putt right and hit it on the right line. You have to do all the physical things well, but you can't do those physical things well if your mental state is in a poor, if, if your mind is in a poor state mentally. Um, and it was a fantastic read, very encouraging, honestly, because um, it was more about, okay, think positively on the course than fix your swing in these ways and that will help you improve which is really what i want you know the blog to be is like there are going to be some technical things that will help your game and make your game better and um, because that's what golf is a physical game but golf is a mental game and if you work on your mindset uh, and just think positively and do things differently your game's going to get better you know and that's what kenny was telling us with that advice, he was saying, look, don't try to make birdie. Try to make par, and what will happen is sometimes you will make birdie. But yeah. if you make par, you're not losing shots to the course. Yeah. And see, that's uh, one thing that, you know, um, you kind of had an advantage on me as far as the, like, uh, competitive scene goes because, like, I played golf in high school. Uh, and, I mean, you pursued other things in high school. You were really good at baseball, but um, – that door closed for me. So I played golf in high school and, um, it was one thing that was like, it really stuck with me. One thing that our coach said to us at the beginning of every match, he was like, you're not trying to beat the people in your group. You're trying to beat the hole. He's like, and honestly, you're not even trying to beat the hole. You're just trying to finish the hole. Trying <laughs> like, to draw it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like all you need to do is finish the hole. And, uh, with that mentality comes like, you know, if the guy next to me tries to bomb it down the fairway, you know, I don't have to do that. All I got to do is, you know, all I got to do is finish the hole. It doesn't matter what everybody else around me is scoring. I just got to finish the hole and what, you know, whatever it takes to finish the hole. And, uh, one thing that you said in your blog that I really like, um, that it's actually the, uh, the, like the pulled out quote that you put in the middle of it. It says, um, and I quote, it says, when was the last time you shot a 72? How about a 75 shoot? When was the last time you broke 80 even par starts to look even better when we think about it that way. 
We just need to yeah. make par our friends. Um, I love that because it's like, it really puts it in perspective. Uh, and then when you break down the, um, you know, the scoring average on tour this year, it's, it's yeah. really kind of profound when you look at the numbers yeah. because you've got people winning tournaments. Like, uh, I don't know what the score was at the open this year. I didn't have the opportunity to watch it, but you've got scores. 15. Yeah. You've got yeah. scores that are like 10 to 20 under winning tournaments. And you think, Oh, these guys are amazing. How could I ever do that? The best player, the best average on tour is three under. I've played rounds where I've shot three under before. I mean, not consistently, but I've played a round where I've shot three under before. And so it's like when you look at it in that perspective, it's like, man, all you got to do to be a good golfer is just tie the course. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, you could sit down and look at it. I'm not – I looked at a handful of like the well, the majors and then um, – a few of the other high-profile tournaments, the players, uh, WGC events, FedEx Cup playoffs, you know, handful of, like, the more high-profile tournaments. And if you shot even par, if you were on tour, right, and you shot even par um, every single round of all of those events, I think last season, because when I wrote this blog, we hadn't finished the major season yet. Um, so last season you would have made the cut and i think almost every one of those events maybe there was you know a fedex cup playoff or or one of the majors or something but you know even par will get you in the you know to make the cut in almost every event and so yeah when you look at the tour average the the worst tour average is still you know around even par mm-hmm. um, which kind of you know it speaks to how great these guys are on tour but the lowest is only a few strokes Lower than that, you know. I'm yeah, was, yeah. Was it Patrick, Patrick Cantley? Maybe. Yeah, like Patrick Cantley was sixty nine, uh, and Michael Kim is the highest at seventy two. So, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, these guys are still phenomenal. If I went out on the course, I mean, I haven't played in you know a month or two. If I went out on the course and shot a seventy two and sent you a picture of my sc- my scorecard, you'd be like, "Well, how many mulligans did you take?" You know, because that's right. I mean, that's crazy. You know, seventy two is. 72 is par on most courses and right i mean when you think of it that way like all you got to do to be a really good golfer is just don't try so hard does that make sense Mm -hmm. like yeah uh, and that's one thing that um i'm gonna try to come up with something to uh maybe eventually share with you and your viewers on the blog of uh one thing that it really kind of clicked with me this year after, you know, playing golf in high school for so long and then playing outside of high school. It finally clicked with me, you know, when I'm not in any kind of competitive scene at all anymore. And I'm like, you know what? I just got to let the club do the work. Like, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. that mentality has changed my game. Whereas like, you know, before I'm standing up there, I'm like, okay, I've got to, I got to hit it, you know, 250 down the center of the fairway. And then I'll have a you know seven iron into the green and and then I'll two putt and come away with a par or maybe stick it close and get a birdie and I'm like I just gotta let the club do the work I'm trying too hard I just gotta I just gotta finish the hole you know what I mean so yeah um, yeah I, I have a blog lined up called Do Your Job um, and it's all about you know you do your job let the club do its job and you'll hit better shots yep. you know um, if you try to do the work of the club. It's, that's when shots get squirrely. You yeah. Know? 
But if you do your job and make the swing properly um, and let the club do its job and you put it in the right position, then you'll hit better shots. Yep, um, for sure. It's just not rocket science, but people don't think that way. Yeah. Know? Oh, definitely. And that's, that's part of, you know, what I, what I'm hoping with, with the blog, you know, as, as we go you know, over the years is I just want people to be thinking about common sense stuff that they're not, that will <laughs> yeah. help them play better. Because I know for years I went out on the course and tried to hit every shot perfectly. And I tried to mechanically do everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I just had trouble breaking 80 for years. And finally, like, I just had to realize, look, I got to get out of my head. I got to relax and just play the game. But golf is about, it's about uh, hitting shots, not making swings, right? Yep. So I got to think less technically, really. Um, So that's, you know, if you're subscribing to the blog, if you're reading the posts, if you're following what, you know, what content I'm going to be putting out, it's uh, it's not going to be very technical. You're not going to see lots of angles. You're not going to see lots of like, we'll just turn your spine, you know, turn your hips or fire. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to hear any of that stuff. You're just going to hear like, hey, play around without your driver. You know, yeah. stop trying to make birdie. Yeah. Um, play from the women's tees. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like make golf more fun, uh, but, you know, play better by doing just practical things. Yeah. And I think that's that's the goal. Uh, I mean, I won't speak for you. You can confirm or deny this, but I think that's the whole goal is like just to make people understand that golf doesn't have to be so stressful. Like uh, one of my best friends, uh, every time we go and play, you know, we just he gets so worked up because he, he like, you know, I can hit a decent drive and then he'll get up there and he'll, you know, shank one. And he's like, Oh man, you know, this, this sucks. And I'm like, dude, just have fun. Like who cares if I'm out driving you? Like I've been playing for, you know, 15 years longer than you for one, but like just have fun with it. And so I think that's definitely one thing that a lot of people can take away from it is like, there's great advice, uh, very like sage wisdom that you can find in these things, but it's very much, um, you know, you know, stop trying to make birdie. It, it's mental things that it's like, you just got to think of on, you know, every shot that you take throughout the round. Um, yeah, I, I do want to touch on one thing though, because, um, I know you play a lot more individually than I do. Uh, pretty much every time I go now, since I'm not playing tournaments anymore, traveling and playing, uh, for school or anything, most of the time when I go now, it's either a two or a four man scramble. Um, so how do you take that kind of mentality into a, um, maybe a, you know, me and you play a lot of two man scrambles together. We're about to play one coming up yeah. in September. So like, how do, yeah. how can we effectively take that mindset into a two man scramble where, um, you know, you may have the mindset on the tee of like, okay, I just got to put one in the fairway, which then frees mm-hmm. me up to be like, okay, well, if, if Matt puts one in the fairway, then I can just try and bomb one and see if I can get us closer to the green. So yeah. I'd like for you to speak into that a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting because the dynamic changes um, in a lot of ways, but really the advice kind of stays the same. Now, it, it changes a little bit. The biggest way it changes is in scramble tournaments, um, you should go low. You just you should. Uh, two-man scrambles especially in four man scrambles you just you get extra tries at the shot yep. you know you get two like to four shots every time. Yeah. yeah 
So you should go low, but really, and here's, here's what I want this concept to kind of, I want to drive this concept is the thought process and the, the concept of trying not to make birdie is to free you up over your shot. So when you're standing over your shot, be it from the fairway after a nice drive or in the rough after you kind of pulled or pushed one or, or whatever, you want to be free over your shot and not tense and thinking, okay, that was a bad shot or that was a good shot. Now this one has to be good for whatever reason um, because that clouds your mind with negative thoughts and it tenses you up and it, you're not free over your swing um, and that lends to more poor shots. Mm -hmm. So the idea of taking the stress off and saying, hey, I don't have to make birdie. I'm trying to make par. Um, allows you to be more loose and free as you swing. So the concept kind of still applies, but in a different way, because you've got a partner. Yeah. Now, in a, in a scramble, you might be trying to make birdie because you know, hey, lots of these other teams are going to go low, or they should, right? Depending on the level or caliber of player in the tournament, they're probably going to go a little lower than they normally would because they have a team. But the concept is still the same. You want to be free stress-free and lose over your shot. And you can do that because you have a partner. Um, mm -hmm. And like in our case, we've played scrambles together for our whole lives. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like 15 team, years. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so we just know that we can be loose and free because I can rely on you off the tee. You can rely on me in the short game. We're both pretty good putters. Uh, so, you know, we know each other's games well and we're, we're loose, you know, um, anyway, just because we have a good time. You know, that's more of how it, how it would apply, how that mindset would apply is, hey, I might be trying to make birdie now that I'm in a scramble, but I'm still going to be loose over the shot because I know, hey, if I miss the green, my buddy's got a shot, and mm -hmm. I'll just tell him, look, hey, the wind touched it a little bit this way. Adjust. Um, you know, I didn't hit that very well. You know, it was the wrong club, whatever. Um, you know, you can still be relaxed instead of, you know, trying to be perfect with every shot you hit. For sure. I, I would, uh, I would echo that, um, 100%. Now I want to end, um, these now I want to disclaimer to all the audience, these, um, since we've taken on three new shows formats here, uh, they're going to be significantly shorter than usual. So we're looking like 20 to 30 minutes, uh, tops for most of our stuff. So, um, so just keep that in mind when you you know click onto our stuff that it's not going to be an hour long episode unless me and Nick just get into something uh, because me and Nick <laughs> could talk for days about some stuff. Um, yeah. But I want to I want to end quickly with uh, outside of this topic the uh, stop trying to make birdie. Um, I want you to give me the best advice that you can give anyone who's. Uh, either starting to play golf or has been playing just the best advice you can give to anybody in, surrounding the game of golf outside of stop trying to make birdie. Yeah. Um, best advice that I, that I have over, you know, my lifetime of playing golf competitively and non, and then even in my time as a professional um, teaching as well. What I would just tell everybody is find ways to have fun. You know, that's why you're out here. You know, even the, the type A, super driven, ambitious, perfectionist kind of guys who are out there beating balls on the range, trying to master the game, they're trying to have fun. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not doing it because 
it's an obligation. They're doing it because it's fun for them. And that's just their personality. So that's my advice is like, look, I want you to play the best golf you can. That's what I would tell my students all the time. I want you to play the best golf you can. And that's why I'm here. That's why, that's why you're paying me um, to watch your swing and give you advice, you know, and teach you the golf swing. I want you to play the best you can, but more than that, I want you to have fun. If I go out, like, you know, I posted that picture on Facebook of um, me and you and Nicholas, our other brother and dad, from Christmas, just like all of us, just belly laughing, cracking up. Mm-hmm. And, and it's my, my favorite picture. Um, because when we get on the golf course, that's what it, that's what we look like for 18. <laughs> yeah. We, we spent four hours car- laughing like that. <laughs> yeah. We made card a 95 at the end of the day, but we had the best round of golf. Yeah, that we we had a lot of know? fun. Yeah. So that's, the advice that I would give you, look, you may not break a hundred for a long time. Golf is tough. It is a difficult, difficult <laughs> yeah. sport. Yeah. It's hard. You may not play great for a long time, but don't give up on it. Um, but always just have fun because it, you know, you're going to want to stick with it. You're going to want to get better. It's going to be easier to get better. Um, mm-hmm. if you're, if that's your focus, it's just to have fun. For sure. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and give my best piece of advice that uh, that I've ever gotten. It's actually from a tour pro, um, one of my favorites. His name is Zach Johnson. Uh, if you don't know him, look him up. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, I actually I try to mimic his swing because I played baseball for a long time uh, growing up, and so I've got really bad wrist action because in baseball all your power comes from your hips and your wrist, and so uh, it. It doesn't work like that in golf. <laughs> when you turn your wrists over in golf, it makes your swing worse. Um, and so, yep, not good. Zach Johnson, um, he's one of the he's one of the more unique swings on tour. He's got kind of like a lock wrist, and he just like doesn't break his wrist. He kind of almost three quarter swings rather than a full swing. Uh, and I try to mimic that just because you know because um, I have a wrist problem. But uh, he wrote a book called uh, "The Winning Way in Golf and in Life." And I think I gave you a copy of that book for either Christmas or your birthday yep. or something. Um, but in that book, he like writes out some steps that he takes to um, one, find enjoyment while he's playing in high stress situations uh, and two, bring glory to God in those situations. And um, one of the things that he wrote in that book was uh, between shots, don't think about your shot. Don't think about yeah. the next shot until you are standing over the ball. Uh, and it's, it's easier for him cause you know, tour pros, they walk to their shots. And, um, most of the time right. when we play, we're, you know, hit a shot, get in a cart 10 right. seconds, you know, we're, we're at our shot or, yeah. you know, 30 seconds we're at our shot. Uh, for them, it's about five minutes, but he just, he spent a whole chapter just talking about how, um, conversations between him and his caddy, uh, as they're walking from shot to shot have nothing to do with the environment they're in, the lie they might have, the elevation, the wind, like none of it. It's always like, hey, how's your daughter doing? Or, you know, just just distracting themselves from what, you know, what is going on um, until they're standing above the ball. And that's one thing that I've tried to implement is just like, you know, don't don't spend the entire round stressing over how you're going to make the next shot until you get to the yeah. next shot. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, uh Stop trying to make birdies. Uh, do the best you can to have fun, and don't think about the game too much. 
you know, right. I think that's some of the best golf advice that we can give. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least, uh, starting out, like it, there's the thing is like, there are thousands of people all over the world who make a, a living for 50 years teaching the game of golf. It's never over mm-hmm. as far as lessons and learning and getting better and improving. It's never, you're never there. Um, yep. Number one in the world, Brooks Kepka had a terrible, terrible week putting at the Open. Oh, it was bad. And he's the best player in the world. He's not there yet, and he never will be. Um, so, it, it, yeah, as long as you focus on having fun and don't take the game too seriously, don't think about it too much, it'll the game of golf will be more fun for you. You'll enjoy it a lot more. Absolutely. Well, uh, guys, that wraps it up here for us uh, on the first episode of the Game Plan Podcast. So uh, if you enjoyed it, go ahead and uh, like and review and subscribe. Uh, leave us a comment, whatever you want to do, whatever your podcast platform is. I don't I don't know where you listen to us, but uh, we're on multiple things. So um, next time Matt's on, we're going to have a very special episode. It's going to be uh, the next time he is in town for a golf tournament that we're playing in. Um, we're going to do a very special episode of a what's in the bag. So uh, Matt's just going to go through um, his golf bag top to bottom uh, tell us what balls he uses uh, the type of tees what is irons wedges putter driver woods all that um, and if you're lucky i might go through mine too it's not as impressive as matt's but uh, i'll go through mine too um but uh, any any final thoughts before we sign off no um i would just say yeah check out the website it's just fairwaybunkerblog.com uh, we're on facebook and instagram as well just search fairway bunker blog and you can find us there as well that'll keep you up to date um yeah i I post once a week so you can subscribe to that to get email notifications from the website um but i also post them to facebook as well or notifications to facebook as well so you can keep track of that any way you want to really awesome and uh do you still have any of those cool stickers to hand out i still have uh i don't know the exact number i have at least five so Yep, I do have five stickers that I could give away cool, cool. to my yeah. next five subscribers. Definitely go over to his Facebook, Instagram, um, and all of that social media stuff and uh, check that out because it's a pretty cool sticker. I haven't got mine in the mail yet because dumb things with USPS, but I'm very excited for it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think that'll pretty much wrap it up. We will see you guys in the next one. Bye.